welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have you joining us today. In this episode, host Dr. Jenna Cantor sits down with the current president of the Student Assembly of the APTA, Jeremy Curtis, and they got together at Federal Advocacy Forum a couple of weeks ago. So we're continuing our conversation around advocacy for the profession of physical therapy. So Jeremy, in 2016, served as the Student Government Affairs Liaison for Tennessee. The opportunity to attend Federal Advocacy Forum increased his yearning for professional knowledge. These opportunities have molded his communication skills when speaking about the profession. It is imperative to relay the positives about the profession in an understandable manner to outside professionals. Additionally, he hopes to aid in the fight against student debt. Soaring costs of education without linear advancements in income has the potential to be a deliterous issue. Now is the time to combat this issue, and he plans that fight as... Student Assembly Board of Directors has initiated. Additionally, he would like to aid in creating initiatives for financial growth for the PT PAC. So I'm really, really excited that Jenna got the chance to sit down with Jeremy. He is, in a word, delightful. What a wonderful guy. So in this episode, they talk about why Jeremy ran for president of the Student Assembly, what he loves about the APTA, things the APTA can look to improve with new leadership, and words of wisdom from Jeremy regarding student advocacy. So a huge thanks to Jenna Cantor and Jeremy Curtis for this interview, and I hope you all enjoy. Hello, this is Jenna Cantor. I am honored and thrilled. I get to be interviewing Jeremy Curtis, who is the president of the APTA Student Assembly. And I got to be a candidate with you Mm -hmm. last year amongst just a group of like the most inspiring group of people I've ever been around my whole life Mm -hmm. um, uh, regarding students, because everyone in that group was a doer. And and then to get you to see you have the success, and now you get to just like continue to inspire other students just makes me just... I just love you, man. You're well, I awesome. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm <laughs> glad to be here. So I wanted to actually dive into um, a topic that I thought might be slightly controversial. And I was like, you know, who better to really just mm-hmm. attack this subject and just go, you know what? Mm-hmm. It, like everything is really good within the APTA. And so mm-hmm. that this topic is freedom of speech. Yes. All right. So first, let's let's backtrack a little bit so we can like people can feel your vibe of mm-hmm. like your passion for the profession. Okay. Why? Why did you run? for this position specifically? Uh, Well, for me personally, uh, I think being president, it it stems kind of back to my first year of PT school. Uh, I was the student government affairs liaison for the state of Tennessee. And I came here to the federal advocacy forum and I got a chance to meet with Dr. Sharon Dunn. And we spoke for a few minutes and she was like, you know what, you should run for the student assembly. And I was like, okay. Then it's my second year of school. I did it. I uh, didn't get didn't get selected, and in my third year, I applied again, and I was selected for president. Um, biggest thing for me was just wanting to create change, uh, wanting to you know be a, a voice for minority students as well within the APTA because I feel like you it's know, a big deal. Yeah, and I feel like you know there's not much representation uh, for minority students just based on the 
the uh, the demographics demographics yeah feels like a, so, feels like a good word to throw in there yeah and that's that's <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to do as well and just you know you know create awareness for that and then also student loan debt that was one of my my points that I wanted to run on as well just trying to educate students about student loan debt and how we could how we could curve that and be better at managing our debt so those three things pretty much you know catapulted me in this position I love that. So why, speaking of love, I'm saying love a lot in this episode, but hey, we'll spread the love. <laughs> so why do you love the APTA? I think that my love for the APTA stems from uh, just having a body behind me to, to back me up, to create you know, change, to bring information to me as well you know, on the change that's being made. Also, just having a voice uh, for me to senators and politicians, uh, policymakers, so I, that I can practice BT uh, the way that I want to. So I think that's the biggest thing for me. And also just the great people that I get to meet. Coming to these conferences, I shake so many hands and get so many names that I, I probably won't remember the first time or the second <laughs> right, time right, around. Right. But, um, you know, just being able to meet people who have the same drive, same mindset as me and just want, want to make people better. Yeah. Would you say the APTA is perfect? I don't think any entity is perfect. Um, I do think that they do a good job of what they're supposed to do, though. Yeah. I think they do do a good job of making sure that, you know, the issues that are at hand that we are well educated on those. And I do think they do a good job as well of making sure that we do feel some type of family atmosphere when we're here. So yeah. I don't think that any entity is perfect, but I do think they do a good, good enough job for what they're supposed to do. Absolutely. So what improvements do you think they can make and what how, how have you been able to take leadership and, and start making mm -hmm. those improvements in your position? Okay. So one of the things that I think... Um, for me personally, that I would like to see better within the APTA is the, the shift in diversity. Uh, one thing that we have to be aware of is that the population, uh, as the years go by, the population is becoming more diverse and we need to reflect that as well. Yep. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I think we can improve on as the APTA, which I think they are doing. Uh, as you may know, there was an RC passed in house last year uh, to kind of, you know, look at the demographic, look at look at how we could be better externally and, and internally as an association with, with uh, you know, getting the diversity and the, the numbers of, of the minority students as well. So that's the biggest thing for me. Would you mind explaining to the listeners who do not know what that means, the RC? Okay. <laughs> no, that's no. It's good though. This is part. You know, we're at, we're at the Federal Advocacy Forum. You know, it's yeah. an, oppor an opportunity. I mean, you can just do like kind of bare bones. Okay, so what they wanted to do was they wanted to look at externally um, on different levels and different facets of how they could, they could get more uh, applicants on for, for PT school. Um, and that starts not only in the undergraduate level, but on the high school level, on the middle school level, and trying to get information to those students as well about what PT is to make them more involved. So that's what the RC was. And then also internally looking as well, trying to see, uh, you know, as far as the APTA, you know, what policies the APTA has as far as the diversity and whatnot, and also how they select people to be uh, in the board and uh, in positions in the APTA. Yeah. So were there any requests that you made for change that were not possible at this moment to make? And, and what were the, what were the reason, what was the reasoning behind that? As far as diversity or, or as just as any changes, any, any changes within your kind of uh, no, I think we have. A, I think for us as a student assembly board, when we have our monthly meetings, uh, we have the freedom to kind of speak about anything that we want, and uh, we have a great staff. Uh, Lisa McLaughlin is our APTA staff liaison, and Matt Holland, he's our APTA board liaison. 
and I think they do a good job of, of hearing us and, and our concerns and, and the things that we want to do. Uh, they do offer us advice and guidance as well, just because they're you know more seasoned in these experiences than we are. But I do think, um, as far as any change that I wanted to make, I don't think that I can think of anything right now currently that I was stifled on or anything that I felt like uh, needed change that I couldn't get my voice heard about. That's great. So you are able to speak negatively uh, of the APTA and something that you would like to see changed? I wouldn't say more so negative, negatively. Okay. I think uh, that's one thing that we have to be aware of when we are speaking um, about you know our profession or anything else that we're passionate about. Um, when, when, when I hear the term negative, I think of something that's, uh, that's bad and not conducive to the change. So I think more so it's me being able to voice my opinion freely than being able to speak negatively. Mm-hmm. So, I like how you differentiate that. Yeah, so that's the big difference for me. Yeah, so for people outside of your of the committee, the student assembly, mm-hmm. who speak ne- negatively on the APTA, so this is that de- definition, mm-hmm. like you were saying, speak ne- are they frowned upon, or do, do you guys make a point to, like, how do you work with that? What no, is your no. way to work with that? I don't think so at all. I think it's a professional organization, and I think that we should be open to critiques uh, and uh, constructive criticism of ourselves. Um, I don't think that we look down on those people, don't those persons by any means. I think we do hear them. Uh, one thing that I, you know, I think we should be cautious of, though, is the way that we say things, because uh, it's, it's human nature. If if I was to sit here and you know yell at you and, and just you know try to take over your podcast, your wall will go straight up. Yeah, it's so true. It's so, so true. So yeah, we have, to, we have to be consciously aware about that. So I because you're talking about other human beings yeah, who are working their yeah. tails yeah, off to we, like cause improvement. Yeah, in and we take pride. We take pride in what we do. Mm-hmm. But like I said, any organization is not perfect, and any organization you know should take constructive criticism, whether it's externally or internally. Uh, because that's only how we can get better. Yeah, I love that. You guys, President, President right here of the APTA Student Assembly. Thank you so As, much. Uh, I really uh, appreciate it. Oh, oh, my God. Yes, please. Oh, Thank my you. gosh. I'm just, I'm so, I, I, I can't think of other words. I'm so proud of you. Thank you're you. just, Thank you're just. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, a, a rough ride, but, you know, I'm riding the wave. And oh, you are riding it so well, so well. I think we do really well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, seriously, such a fantastic team in the Student Assembly. Thank well, thank you. you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you. Thank I'm you. really looking it. forward to people getting to really hear your voice and get to know you better. Thank you. All, All right. right. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And if anybody wants to reach out to me, my uh, my email is aptasa.president at gmail.com. I'd be glad to honor any requests that you have, any questions. So just don't be afraid to, to hit me up. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.